So, I, I, you know, I learned a couple of things about myself. So um, I was really observing myself through this day and I was um, I was observing myself through this day. I hear a lot of people talk about exercise. I hear a lot of people talk about dieting and stuff like that. And they say, you know, I have more energy. I have more mental clarity, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I have been a person who, you know, I was an athlete when I was in high school and I had a lot of energy there. And recently, recently, I have been um, experimenting with some different energy techniques and looking at when I have energy and when I don't. It seems like I have energy during a day, but it's not enough energy to just blast through walls and, and completely take over my life. But when I run, when I run regularly or I exercise regularly, it doesn't clear my mind up as much as a few other things do. It just doesn't. So taking a nap in the middle of a day gives me a better reset than any exercise could do for me taking a nap. And most people will say, oh, well, you don't need a nap during the day, whatever. I don't care what they say. If, when I take a nap and I come out of a nap, my mind has reset. Okay, my mind is reset. It only takes 30 minutes. You can do it in a car with air conditioner on and the windows down. You do whatever you want. Um, you can do whatever you want. But that nap reset me and it puts me on the track that I really like. Second thing, stimulation. Any, any plant, any um, vitamins that can stimulate my mind activity is tremendous for my success. A couple things. When I smoke... My, pro- my productivity does go up. My productivity does go up. It, d- if I smoke throughout the entire day, it goes down. If in the morning I smoke and I'm expansive and I'm, um, you know, experimenting with my energy and I'm uh, searching for, for insights and I'm allowing insights in, being more expansive is, a, is the best place for me to be at that time. So it's expansive. I'm letting energy in. I'm, I'm, I'm letting energy in. So that energy that I'm letting in is insights from spirit because I'm always meditating. I'm meditating in the morning. I, I focus my attention in the morning. So that helps me. Now, I do this through the day. It's a wrap. It doesn't work. So I usually wake up really early. And that's when I start to do my meditation. That's when I do, start to do my think walk. That's when I start to do my um my, my communion with God. That's when I start to do that with the spirit of the universe. And I relay the messages to the universe that I want. I accept messages from the universe that it wants to give me. And I start my day off and it takes me down different paths sometimes. But always at the end of the day, I have more insight about the universe and I have more insight about myself, how to be more authentic. Always at the end of the day. Now, productivity as far as how I produce in my work, how I produce in my job, how I produce in, in my business. That's different. You know, that's different. I took a vitamin supplement called Rhodiola. And I know a lot of people who use a whole bunch of different supplements. And for me, for me, I like maybe I don't perform at the same level as they do. I don't do the exact same things that they do. But I have noticed that there is a necessity to come up with some type of energetic scheduling. Like if you go out and you work out during the day, you may over time get better energy and get better, you know, signal to your brain. Like you might stimulate your your mind a lot better. And mind stimulants like running, they're sweet. Like it's a sweet deal. Do I want to run every day? 
Not really. I don't want to run every day. Do I want to smoke every day? No, I don't actually want to smoke every day, but I'm experimenting with different things. Another thing that really changes and helps out is meditation. So meditation for me is not sitting in a lotus position and going home. Meditation for me is giving attention to space, emptiness, and awareness, and letting go of my identity as me and asking myself more so, who or what is I? What is the I? What is this I I'm referring to? Who is this I I refer to? And it allows me to dissolve my concept of myself. It allows me to go into a completely expansive state where I don't know who I am. So I'm no one, I'm nothing, I'm nowhere. But I still see the thoughts that flow through my mind, through the mind, because I'm not anything. I see the thoughts that flow through the mind and I detach from them. I'm not the thoughts anymore. So I just sit in that state as long as I can and allow the universe to work through me and use me. Um, Another thing, what really gives me the most energy above absolutely anything else, it doesn't matter what it is, what gives me more energy than working out, than taking supplements, than doing anything is clarifying my vision. It is by far the most Uh, insane like activator it activates to a level that just nothing else activates me when I can see clearly what the benefits are for me doing what I'm doing when I can see that my focus when my focus is on what potential I got and what I can do and what's about to happen when my attention is on that my energy goes out of the roof when I can see clearly why I'm doing the action that I'm doing right now now I got to put I got to put a couple of um, caveats in here. All right. I'm a type of person who they would say is ADHD or ADD. I'm also the person who's dyslexic. Now, all that means, it don't mean any uh, downside to me. I only see the benefits and I supplement. I, I supplement myself accordingly. Look. What that means is I have to be absolutely engaged with every activity I do, almost to the point where I have to learn it over and see it from a fresh perspective every time for me to understand it. So it's not one of these. I don't have a mechanical brain that could just lock in an algorithm and forget that, you know, forget it and just keep going with it. I can't do that. That's not something I can do because my brain doesn't work that way. I have to be actively engaged in almost relearning what I'm doing. I innovate. So in order to innovate, you have to see things with a fresh perspective. And my perspective just sometimes is so fresh that I forget the mechanics and I forget the technique of what I was doing before. So I have to figure out new ways to be engaged with the same mundane activity every day. So it literally works the exercise, my exercise of inventiveness and figure out new ways to measure what I'm doing, new ways to engage with what I'm doing, just new ways to do all of that. So I I do that, uh, find new ways to engage myself. And guess what? It helps everybody around me because I'm innovating new ways to be engaged with the same activity. Every day I approach the activity, I have to approach it from a different angle. And guess what? I forget those things sometimes. If I don't write it down, I'm because I'm inventing so many new ways to stay engaged that if I go back to an old way, a lot of times it's boring to me and I got to do something different. This is the way my brain works. I have to innovate. If I'm not innovating, I'm bored. And if I'm bored, I'm not making money. I'm not engaged. I'm not excited. So I have to have some reason. I have to have something that is better than what I'm doing now. I have to innovate. 
I have to innovate to do something new. You know, I have to do something new. If I don't do something new, if I don't do something that's innovative, if I don't do something that improves, I'm done. My brain's done. It shuts down. It stops. So other people are not like that. Some people can go and do the same job every single day, barely innovating anything. And the fact that they are going to get long term uh, certainty keeps them at a position or a job or whatever they do. It keeps them there. It keeps them there and it keeps them in that place forever. A lot of times and they don't ever change. And that's just not me. That's not how I that's not how I do things. I can't even function like that. So to understand how you function, I think is important. But this is for this is for the innovators. This is for somebody. It's not even for the innovators. It's for anybody who wants to be engaged and try something new and try something different to, to add more energy, you know, add more energy to your day and add more energy to what you do. I just noticed when I meditate, that's when I'm in my best state, you know, but meditating on what? Meditating on the benefits, meditating on what is to come, meditating on my new reality, falling in love with my future, fall, fall in love with what's not even here yet. But it is energetically here and just seeing it. If by going on this trajectory, by staying on this trajectory, here's what's going to happen by staying on this trajectory I'm on right now. And innovating on this trajectory, continuing to like figure out new ways to engage it. If I did that, what would it what would it turn out to be? That's the thing I'm in love with. That's the thing I'm in love with. It's how my brain works. I'm always innovating. And if I don't innovate, look, I'm dying. Yes, it causes some challenges in my life. I can't really, I, you know, my production sometimes goes up and down. Because when you try something new and you're figuring out something new, you're not the best at it at first. So I had to get used to being not so good again. I had to be, you know, somebody else could learn the thing that I taught them and they would go in the field and do the exact same thing I did. Get better results than me. Why? Because I'm innovating. I'm doing something else. You know, I'm not good at it yet. And to be in a mundane mechanical position like this for like, like that for me, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I know it doesn't work for me, but that's what if, if, if that's the position I'm in. Then I have to innovate in that position and I got to figure out my way around it. And I got to imagine myself in a better position and just continue to work and continue to see myself in positions that I would want to be in rather than in the position that I'm in now. And that allows me to innovate a new life. And that's where my attention goes is on a macro. I just see a new life. I I magnetize a new life to me, a completely new life. It's completely different than what I saw, completely different than what I'm what I'm used to. But that's the excitement for me. It's uncertainty. I don't know what's going to happen. If I even to the slightest degree know what's going to happen next, I'm not as engaged. Uncertainty makes me so engaged. It makes me absolutely engaged to the point where I can't even explain it. It makes me absolutely engaged. And you have to find out what engages you and find out new ways to be in that state at all times. And if you're in that, if I'm in a completely unknown state, desperate ground, I'll figure anything out. Necessity is the master of innovation. So. There is something to be talked about. And this something is really not something. It is uh, the essence, the one essence. If you close your eyes and you sense, you experience 
Ask yourself, what are you experiencing? Who is experiencing? And what is experience? Is it sensation? Ask yourself, who is this self? Who is choosing to do what's being done right now? You can sense an underlying intelligence that is not comprehensible by the human mind right now. It can't be sold or bought. It can't be talked about. It isn't even an it at all. Every word spoken about it is insufficient and is not the totality for the very reason that every word is simply symbolic of a piece of something. When you say the word love, if love isn't everything, then to you, then love has limitations and boundaries. Is love hate also? Is good also bad? Is black also white? Is the tree also a human being? At one level, the answer is no. Because look at the forms and functions. And on another level, the answer is absolutely. But these things are just a manifestation of some deeper reality. And that is doing through us right now. It is moving us. It is growing us. It is beating our hearts. It is leading us from place to place. It is scrambling our thoughts to confuse us from what we think we know. It is leading us to the end of belief in things and ideologies. It leads us to question existence and remove our belief further and further from anything that can be seen, tasted, touched, smelled, or heard. <clears throat> it moves us further away from anything that can be thought or contemplated. And it is us.
It is us. This light is. It is. The sun of consciousness is. And when it rises, it rises everything with it. But it also withers everything. It burns away the unnecessary. From your identity, at least. And so you arrive at this experience where who you are, the I am, is not connected to what you do. There are two dimensions of life. One is a dimension of being. Another is a dimension of having and doing. Having and doing belong to the particulars of the world. <clears throat> Being belongs to infinity. That which is all that is. If we release our idea of specialness exclusivity if we release those things we can now live free from emotional wreckage when consciousness is you simply are and that's where you dwell first and that's primary every physical thing happens that happens is okay. It's relatively important, but it's not absolutely important. <clears throat> it's important in the society and the world of man, but it's not absolutely important. And the reason why is because these things will fade. They'll change. They'll dissolve. They'll leave. So I'm on a way to work and I'm talking about these ungrounded, the ungrounded spiritualist. And uh, I am very grateful to be, I don't know, I don't know what you want to call it, but very grounded in um, an understanding of the universe that there is no negative and positive. There is no opposite. There are no opposites. There's one essence that shows up in many different ways, according to the conduit according to the word or the contraction or the thought pattern that it's flowing through and that that doesn't constitute it to be evil it just constitutes it to be what it is and there are more organ harmoniously organized uh, structures in geometry there are structures that are more complex and stable than other structures there are um, shapes that are more structured than others. There are, um, there, there's energy 
that is more organized and harmonious than other energies but it doesn't make any energy evil or good the only thing it makes it is what it is if you put um, um you know if two energies come together they coalesce together if we coalesce the energies together we can transmute the lower energies to higher energies and it helps the whole um, every big thing is made up of a lot of small things in, uh, in the external world but in the internal world there's just one essence one beautiful magnificent essence that's what it is and uh, it is this beautiful essence that flows through everything we do and um, I've listened to a lot of a lot of ungrounded spirituality and here's what I mean about ungrounded spirituality um, I used to be the type of person who just just tried to believe in things I was raised in a, a Christian background Baptist Christian and they just wanted to believe Jesus was coming back at some point the human being Jesus was coming back and it's a thought pattern that makes you truly believe that a man is going to come back and save you a couple things that it does to my subcon that it did to my subconscious it made me passive about my life it made me feel like I had the right to be disengaged because I was quote unquote saved already and I didn't need to um, I was saved already and I didn't need to do anything I didn't need to um, to, 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 to perform or I didn't need to contribute I wasn't a part of this world I was already saved and I'm gonna go to heaven because I believe this thing and I remember the day that I decided to be saved and I said alright I'm gonna be saved and I walked up to the front they said if you believe in your heart that Jesus was raised from the dead and Jesus is God's son you will be saved and you go to heaven and your life changes from there and I said alright my life changes from there and I went up there and I believed and I went up there and I said it and I understood very clearly what I said and I made sure that I understood what I said before I said it and then afterward nothing was different there was nothing different nothing changed in my life nothing I mean absolutely nothing except this psychological thing in the back of my mind that said maybe maybe there's a maybe there's some way this can can help me I don't even know what to think it was completely ungrounded it didn't change a single thing but people I didn't understand how these adults because I was younger at the time these adults just believed in it and what I realized later on in my life is they just needed they didn't want to study they didn't want to really figure out what the truth was deep down they were ordained ministers by another man uh, all agreeing on the same points not really understanding any of them they all were confused they all were lost they were uh, trying to make themselves the elite and trying to make themselves separate from the world and get other people to come into their religion really was which was a cult I mean every Sunday we went into this place and they preached to us about how we are going to hell if we don't do the right thing and that the only way to get to heaven is to believe in this man that we can't see. It's a man we can't see who, who existed before. And somehow this one individual, this limited contraction of consciousness, um, this, this limited personality that anybody could have been, that anybody can be, 
and embody that it was the personality that we were supposed to worship as if we weren't that personality we could never be that personality we're never good enough we're always guilty we're always less than we always fall short and it's like and those messages were preached to us over and over and over again that you're less than you're not worth it you have to be a good person in order to make it anywhere and that's ungrounded spirituality now that's on a religious side many muslims christians uh even buddhist uh, uh, now and all people who have adopted a religion when the ego is involved in it the ego will hijack that um religion and make it into a greater or lesser battle and that's just not how it goes on the other end of things we have the people who are overly spiritualized and they have no grounding in any religion or any foundational experiences of spirit they have not been initiated from the um from the inner realms yet but they over spiritualize everything they believe in angel numbers they believe in um, um they believe in really anything that's that's spiritualized and they they make stories in their mind about what's going on on earth and how it connects to some spirit realm and how the fifth dimension and the 12th dimension and the the indigo children and the star children and they make this huge deal of anything spiritual soaps and spiritual rocks and spiritual all of these things completely ungrounded it's nonsense complete nonsense because it doesn't work it doesn't work it's it's put in dependency just like christians did on this man named jesus that existed 2000 years ago just like those christians put that idea the ideology on a man that existed 2000 years ago there are people who are putting their faith in things outside of themselves as well and it's these things that make um it's these things that make us ungrounded it makes us insecure it makes our there's no way to have confidence when there's some entity outside of you that is responsible for your success or failure and gets to choose outside of your own thoughts your own thinking and your own choices it's uh it's completely insane but there's a lot of it going on and i'll just talk to my friend and i'm so grateful for my friends it was a it was a woman who understands the frequency of the universe unlike anybody else she completely understands it she's completely grounded in it she she's absorbed in it she knows it and she doesn't claim it for her she doesn't claim it's her she knows that it's spirit and she knows she's just a liaison and a mediator for this energy to come through and do whatever it wants to do she understands that and so she's grounded in an understanding of vibration frequency science uh how the spirit connects to the physical matter she understands it and it's these over spiritualists and these um people who have the the ego that has been a, that has attached itself to the identity of a religion that's defending the religion rather than searching for truth or defending these weird ideas that aren't grounded in any truth that can be repeated or understood that leads nowhere it leads to the end nowhere you say if you ask a person i asked the person i said okay numbers i said where do those numbers come from she uh, she said the angels i said okay where where those where do those angels come from who do they report to where, where do they report to she says i don't know i said how could you listen to an entity or an energy that you can't sense where it's coming from 
how could you how could you believe in something that you don't completely embody within your spirit you don't recognize in your own spirit if you how could you believe that and it was really no answer she just believes things and this is just completely ungrounded and it's dangerous it's dangerous um it's really dangerous and the thing about it is the danger of it is really about what the person is going to be doing and believing and basing their activity on if they base their activity on something as insane as someone's opinion of what's going on that they can't even trace back to any any source or they can't explain it to you or they can't even give you the same experiences they don't know they don't have any grounding they don't have any internal revelation of anything and they can't articulate it they can't express it even in their energy field and they're ungrounded what kind of decisions will those lead to what kind of it'll lead to all kinds of mixed up understandings of, of, of life and I'm just so grateful for my friend that's very grounded and she's starting to help people understand spirit and understand consciousness in a, in a very different way and I love her for that because people really really it's necessary it's necessary and spirit is working through her to fill that necessity i love it